Welcome to another sports sports podcast. I'm Jordan Pomaville, and joining us as always is the sports outsider Phil Ranta. You know this, this intro has been funnier than normal. <laughs> Did you notice that? Oh well, we're we're pulling double duty today because Joel Anderson not here. Oh yeah, because usually it would take ten times longer to get to this point in the podcast because Joel won't shut his trap. He's he goes on long. Yeah. Uh, do you think? You know when uh, on television when they say stretch it out or they say hurry yeah, it up? Yeah, the, the stage manager is like, like he's stretching yeah, taffy yeah. with his fingers. Yeah, like yeah. Joel always sees people doing that when he's talking. Right, right. Even when they're saying, stop, don't go on. Stop, please he's leave. like, another thing about parliamentary procedure. God, no more Robert's Rules of Order, Joel. <sighs> so this has been the hate on Joel, hate on Joel, hate on Joel podcast. Thank you. <laughs> No, we miss you, Joel. We do. We do. Yeah. I think he's 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 really, really buried. He's just not going to listen to this, though. No, he never he listens. He doesn't to, listen he when doesn't he listen doesn't to the podcast. Well, he doesn't listen to the product. No, he doesn't, which is why he's improved so greatly over the years. Yeah, exactly. He's really evolved as a performer. Oh, yeah, because the early he's been episodes. listening and taking deep notes about how to make things more efficient. Oh, yeah, getting to the point. Get statements more pithified. Pithify it. Refining his sarcasm. Yes. I think would be another thing. Yeah. But uh, not a lot's happened in sports. No, it's been a, a dry from what I hear. But so uh, we didn't get a, we don't have a big guest this week, but yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Los Angeles and Philadelphia have billboards out throughout their metropolitan areas. Right. Wanting LeBron. Yeah. This is local businessmen have bought ads to support their business, but also to try to woo LeBron. Right. Of right. course, Cleveland. They put up billboards that are just sadder because they're saying stay. Oh, that's always that's like when you say like you bring flowers to oh, the baby, girlfriend please. that already dumped you and you're just like, I do I won't cheat again. Oh baby, I've been miserable I'm since you've been so gone. Sad. Uh yeah, so but everyone's putting up billboards. So we have uh someone who actually does the ad sales for billboards, a billboard sales. I noticed salesman. that. Uh, I actually know him very well. Donald Truman is here. Donald Truman. Yeah. Donald oh. Truman, he actually um so he sold me this cream that I put on my scalp that makes me smarter. Really? And it works. Really? Yeah. I feel smarter every day. And you just use this cream? Yeah, I do. I mean, it burns. Well, I mean, most things burn that right, work. Right, right. You know? Like, I have all sorts of creams that burn yeah. when I put them on. But you know what? I feel like I'm a little sharper. I hear they said that it's this medical miracle called the placebo effect. Oh, yeah. oh, I've heard and about this as well. It's on me. So, and... and was this how long ago was this that he sold this to you? It was like two days ago. Two. But I already oh. feel sharper. No. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. even know he had gotten into creams. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. he sells billboards. He sells creams. And yeah. He... Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm glad we have well, him on the show. He's got a big briefcase. I bet he sells lots of stuff. Well, he seems like. <laughs> I bet he seems like the kind of guy. No, he seems like a busybody, like yeah. a guy who a guy who's always on to the next project. Does your he- head burn right now? No. 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 Oh, Mine's I just feel fine. hot. Yeah, well, all right. You look. You look like you're sweating a little bit. Yeah, though. I feel like I am. Well, but the cream's making me so much smarter. I feel sharp. I feel <laughs> real sharp for this podcast. All right. Do we have a wide world of weird sports? You're goddamn right. We do. And news, news, news. But first, promotional basketball game update. Watch update. Promotional basketball game update. Watch update. Brought to you by Ads in Magazines. 
Hey, print media's not dead. You can still get ads in magazines. They're cheap, 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 like a bird. You know, I've noticed with magazines, yep. you ever get magazines with airline miles? Oh, yeah. Okay, so lately, when I get magazines with airline miles, I get them for like, you know, a year or whatever. Yeah. And then it expires. Yeah. But they keep sending me the magazine. Oh, yeah, they do. Rolling Stone's been sending me like a year of free at Rolling Stone. And I think it's just because so they can go to the ad people and be like, hey, look at our circulation. Our circulation's 500,000 households. Yeah, they don't care about your twelve ninety nine. It's paper. Yeah. It's not like we're in Waterworld. <laughs> like, they're printing it for like eight cents a piece. They just want it out and in the world so right. people can buy it. They ads. want you to read Peter Travers's uh, uh, sensational yeah, movie exactly, reviews. exactly, where everything is baffo. <laughs> he, does, he does not use baffo. He doesn't use baffo. He's like wild, wildly terrific, says Peter Travers of Shitball the Movie. Peter Travers. Magic Johnson and Shaquille O'Neal go head-to-head coaching in the 2018 Celebrity Crunch Classic. It's about time. This uh, uh, press release comes from Kellogg's Dateline, mm. Battle Creek, Michigan. Wait, what? Like, really from Kellogg's? Yes. Like uh, cornflakes? I am reading a press release. Okay, perfect. Cheez-Its and Pringles are awarding five lucky winners with a chance to play in a legendary basketball game. The Cheez-Its and Pretzel Pringles brands are turning basketball fans' dreams into reality with the third annual... Celebrity Crunch Classic Sweepstakes. So they don't mean crunch like the jib. They mean crunch like uh, biting into a delicious snack. A delicious like crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, crunch, yeah, crunch. that's good. Uh, the Celebrity Crunch Classic Sweepstakes is a chance to play in a basketball game amongst celebrities in San Antonio. San Antonio. March 31st, 2018. Who's going to coach the two teams? Uh, I think you said Shaquille O'Neal. And Magic Johnson. And Magic Johnson, yeah. They'll coach the teams comprised of celebrities and sweepstakes winners in the ultimate basketball showdown. Who are the celebrities? Come on. Who are the celebrities? <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll, oh, well, we got... Uh, well, here... Well, I don't want to... Uh, first of all, we need to get the teams out. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the teams out. Team Cheez-It will be coached <laughs> it's by... It's not called Team Cheez-It. It is called Team Cheez-It. <laughs> team Cheez-It is... More like Team Sellout. <laughs> Boo those people. Team Cheez-It is coached by Magic Johnson. Right. Team Pringles is coached by Shaquille O'Neal, enabling fans to witness basketball royalty up close. As the lucky winners take the court, assigned to one of the two teams, they will be accompanied by actors, athletes, and famous personalities, including Jerry Ferrara. Wait, Jerry Ferrara, really? Yeah, that's Turtle, right? Yeah, that's Turtle. Okay, Joel McHale. Okay, Joel McHale's real. That guy, but that guy does not eat Cheez Its. You no, can tell. No, he's got a Netflix show and he's low carb, very good. And shape. he's uh, so good looking, he can be mean and it's charming. <laughs> that must feel nice. If you weren't good looking, you'd be Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> uh, Rachel Demita? I don't know. Brandon Roddy? Don't know Brandon Roddy. Jonathan Ronnie. Clark? No. Chris Staples? Is he the owner of Staples? Yes. Spice Adams. Old Spice guy? Yes. Nice. And Allie LaForce with uh, Darren Sutton Darren Darren Sutton as MC. It's pretty crazy when Turtle is the biggest star on the team. <laughs> it, it really it really It's pretty sad. These uh, stars will play alongside Winnie. Wait, wait. Those stars? Stars. Will play alongside these snack eaters yeah, will play directly alongside the winning basketball fans creating a truly all-star team. Oh, God. So I entered today. 
Whoa, well, really? Because it's a contest. Sure. You can enter up to 10 times a day. Oh, what? So they're just, a, you're, they're turning you into a click farm. Are you mining Bitcoin while you're doing it? I only entered twice, so I feel like I've really lowered my chances yeah, here. Yeah, by uh, 80%. Yeah. <laughs> but they make you choose right from the onset. Okay, what team are you pledging here? Uh, I bet most people pledge Pringles, so it's smarter to go Cheez-Its. Really? That would be my guess. See, I went I went Cheez-Its just because I prefer Cheez-Its. Yeah, I bet most people do Pringles. I think, really? I bet Pringles sells better than Cheez-Its, if I, I had to guess. I See, I think Cheez-It is an actual improvement upon a cracker. You know what this is right now? What? We should be on opposite teams. <laughs> we should play against each other. <laughs> well, the Cheez-Its and Pringles brands are so excited to reward snack and basketball enthusiasts at the Celebrity Crunch Cra- Classic. Those two enthusiasts don't come together very often. Usually the snack enthusiasts are not the ones out on the court sweating it out. No, no, but they might watch basketball. No, I'm a snack enthusiast. Yeah. I don't I can't play basketball. But Joel well, Joel's a snack enthusiast and he's also a sports enthusiast. He just doesn't play. Well, that's true. He yeah. consumes sports uh through television, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Uh armchair quarterback. It is an honor to be able to give back to the fans with an incredible game day experience, says Melissa Palowitz, senior director of promotions. Oh, okay. I thought that was another one of the celebrities. It's like, <laughs> giving back to my fans. I've got 3,000 followers on Instagram. I'm doing pretty good. The Celebrity Crunch Classic with support from the National Association of Basketball Coaches and viewers like you is now a successful enterprise in its third year with two basketball icons returning to the court. Both Shaq and Magic have been involved previously, returning to coaching the Celebrity Crunch Classic they know and love. Quote, Team Cheez-It is ready to bring on the Magic. Ugh. My team is on fire and ready to make some moves, said Magic Johnson. It's fucking gross. It feels gross hearing it. <laughs> it's so, just so transparent and not yeah, clever. Exactly. He couldn't have had a PR guy do a little bit better it's of like a job. a bad ad read. The delicious taste of Cheez-Its will propel me to <laughs> ultimate snackitude. <laughs> uh... Okay. With the day set to be action-packed, the smack talk has only just started. Quote, Team Pringles is in it to win it. Watch out, Team Cheez-It. We will be bringing the house down, Shaquille O'Neal said. (laughs) That smack talk was written by an ad copywriter at the Cheez-Its building when they're just like, don't say anything offensive. Don't do anything personal. Just do fun trash talk like, I'm going to take you down. Because Shaq actually is good at trash talk. Yeah. He, trash talk he probably could be come awesome. up with some good... Maybe it's not uh, press release appropriate. Yeah. It might be maybe a little too mean to che- Team Cheese it because he'd probably take attacks at the brand that they don't want being attacked. Oh, yeah. Or just at Magic Johnson, who has a lot to make fun of. Similar to years prior, the game will be jam-packed with can't-miss moments. Famously, Coach Shaq joined his team as a player, leading towards victory as he snuck onto the court to fire up some three-pointers and close out the game with a monstrous dunk. He snuck onto the court? And here's what doesn't track. It's chaos! He fired up three-pointers? That, no. no. Shaq did? He, the guy can't shoot, right? No, no, he can't shoot at all. It's, yeah. that's, no. Uh, and now here's, here's where you can participate, Phil. To get okay. a taste of uh, the action, local fans can come down to see the epic basketball showdown in person and cheer on their favorites. For those not able to get tickets locally, there are two easy ways to enter for a chance to win and play in the Celebrity Crunch Classic game. I think with the size of most of these celebrities, one of the ways to enter is call them up and be like, hey, can I be in the game? (laughs) News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Joel. News, news, news. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... 
Manzels, put your man boobs in a Manzel today. Johnny Manzel details his post-concussion Vegas getaway on a podcast. Oh, did it sound like this? Because <laughs> that's what people sound like post-concussion. The NFL scouting combine is underway, and Johnny Football has started his self-described comeback SZN. What is SZN? Comeback Shazuan. Spicy, oily, and especially peppery. Ugh. No, it's comeback season. Oh, I was going to say. I thought he was a Rick and, part of the Rick and Morty fandom. Is Shazuan a Rick and Morty thing? Uh, like yeah, the- so there was an episode where uh, Rick uh, claimed that he was only going on his adventures to get uh, the Szechuan sauce from the Mulan promotion from McDonald's to come back. And that was his rosebud. And then a bunch of people of the asshole fandom of Rick and Morty, because McDonald's is like a fun little thing, decided for one day to bring back Szechuan sauce because it was becoming so popular. That's fun. And then uh, a bunch of outlets ran out, and asshole Rick and Morty fans were like trashing McDonald's and like breaking things. Oh, no. And like blowing them up on social media, being like, fuck you. Because it's one of the most toxic fandoms, famously. Oh, that's too bad. It's sad. I like the show. It's a, a very lot. funny show. Yeah, exactly. But everyone watches the show like asshole kids who don't know how to contextualize it. Watch the show and go, I should act just like Rick. And what they don't realize is like Rick is a pretty tragic character. Yeah. No, it's not good. Yeah. It's like watching Fight Club and being like, Brad Pitt was cool. <laughs> I don't like to buy catalog things either. <laughs> I Burn don't. it to the ground. Burn it all down. <laughs> Uh, now, we know this all because he tweeted out that he would play in the NFL again, quote, for free, following huh. the release of a podcast interview in which he recounted his infamous trip to Vegas the night before the Browns' last regular season game. Yikes. In 2015, when he yeah. was still on this team, just to clarify. Because the past two years, he could have gone to Vegas any time during the Browns' right. season, and it wouldn't have mattered. Free, yeah. yeah. Um, all of this recent publicity went against two major pieces of advice from his agent. One, don't tell anyone the Vegas story. Yep. And two, don't coincide telling the Vegas story to an NFL podcast the same day you proclaim you're going to play in the NFL again. Ugh. I, I imagine Vegas, like, he probably had a very rock star Vegas experience. He did, but first let's talk about his comeback. Okay. Citing, uh, I want to hear about Vegas. Oh, we'll get there. Citing okay. sources close to Johnny, the NFL Network's Mike Garofalo reported Manziel... Ah, Janine's brother. Janine's brother. Yeah. Uh, reported that Manziel is, quote, is in touch with multiple NFL head coaches about possibly returning to the league. Now, that's all in quotes, so we don't know how much of it is just Johnny sending them dank memes. Right, exactly. It could just be a text chain he entitled... Comeback Szechuan, bitches, that contains pictures of him putting his index finger through his zipper for funny yet more work-appropriate penis-based humor. Yeah. No, I've had I've seen people uh, do that joke before, and uh, it's uh, it's one of those things that's like it throws you off a little, and then you go, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, and it doesn't feel too uh, too inappropriate. No, I think that in this day and age, you do it at work, you're probably you're probably well, yeah, well, yeah, and you probably should be. <laughs> you can't do you that. You do it amongst a handful of friends who you trust and who are all consenting adults. Yeah, and you're gonna get a <gasps> oh, it's just in your index finger. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's funny. I didn't think there was a nail on your dick. That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be weird. Uh, we don't know, but Garofalo reporting from the Combine says uh, there have been conversations. People around him believe it's a very real possibility he could return to the NFL, and I think they need to believe it. His entourage, which like all real entourages, oh, is yeah. 
is one Vinny and five turtles. That's what most are, yeah. It can't. Li- I've seen a lot. So I've been working with celebrities for about the past eight years. Ooh, gee. Uh, oh, know, right? No big deal. Oh, yeah. So I've seen a lot of entourages. Yeah. Almost all of them take the form of there's one person who's a celebrity and is very, very scared that celebrity is going to go away. And then there's a bunch of people who are in the entourage who are very, very quiet because they're afraid their position in the entourage is going to go away. Oh, my God. So they're yes men and then also very cautious the rest of the time. I guess that's how you have to be if you're yeah. in an entourage. It doesn't look like a lot of fun. No, ultimately, I think it's good to just make money yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Make money. Get money. Get those dollar bills, y'all. Um, that's not a song. It should be. No. It, yeah, no, you should be. But basically, these this group of five turtles, they can't live on TMZ money and checks from Johnny's mom and dad. Ah. Mr. and Mrs. Football. Yeah, Mommy Manzel. Mommy Manzel. Uh, Garofalo added that teams have been informed Manzel is, will, will take $0 guaranteed, minimum salary if need be. This was reportedly indicated to teams by Johnny sending them gifts of himself making a signature money gesture with RIP over it. Um, he also sent a gif of his new signature gesture, which is just him pulling out his empty pockets of his pants and tilting his head to the side slightly. Oh, yeah, like Monopoly Man. Ooh. Yeah, huh? Nothing uh, in these pockets. Garofalo additionally reported that Manzel, who is a hard 25, mm. would be open to signing a practice squad contract. Ouch. Yeah, I think several pro teams might find they have defensive ends currently on their team who would love this idea. Why? You just get to light up this asshole in oh, practice. Oh, I see. Because uh, in practice, they still they can do full contact. Yeah, it's the practice squad. Right? Yeah. The practice squad. Right. Uh, so Manziel tweeted, I'll play again for free. It's not about the money. It's about getting close to what I miss and love. Now, this is poor timing because he was recently on the Tomahawk podcast with uh, Browns left tackle Joe Thomas okay. and former Browns wide receiver Andrew Hawkins. Ah, I see. Tomahawk. Oh, pretty good name. That's pretty good. Uh, he broke down his reckless, reckless plan that caused him to miss Cleveland's season finale in January 2016. The jaunt to Vegas likely sealed the team's decision to release him. Sure. So Manziel's plan seemed nearly foolproof. He intended to catch a noon flight to Vegas after the Browns' Saturday walkthrough only spend a few hours there and catch a 10.30 p.m. flight back to Cleveland to make it back in time for his mandatory concussion treatment session. That's insane. <laughs> You're never going to make it. No. And I I'll- feel like he had to have like a hookup there. No, like, oh, no, no, he didn't. I actually oh. listened to the podcast. He's yeah. like, I didn't call. He specifically didn't call any of his Vegas hookups. Oh, really? He goes, I just, he just went to the Planet Hollywood front desk and was like, hey, can I get a big room? That's so weird. Yeah. Like, why did he need to go to Vegas that bad? Uh, mostly like mental illness issues because he's oh, self-medicating yeah, yeah. with alcohol and drugs. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, I get it. So, <laughs> so uh, basically, you know, he has he has a concussion. First of okay. all, he got a concussion last week, so he can't even start. Right. He's supposed, but he has to be there for the game to go to the training room to get concussion treatment. Right. And be there on the sidelines where they just keep holding up different numbers of fingers and ask how many they're holding up. Derp, I don't know. <laughs> I how can't about, see. I'm concussed. How, how about now? Derp, I don't know. Derp. Uh, the plan began to go uh, awry. Oh, well, real quick, you know what you know what the entourage said to him when they oh, said, "Oh yeah, Vinny, the coach says you can't play because your brain got rattled." Will Turtle, let's go to Vegas. Oh yeah, <laughs> na 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 na. We're gonna get motorcycles. The plan began to go awry because quote 
that craps table is calling my name, that blackjack table is calling my name. Those voices in my head from getting the concussion are calling my name. Oh, everyone's... And this is when Manziel uncovered the first flaw in his plan. He could not go incognito because dealers check your ID. Ah, yeah. So the first dealer checks his ID, looks at it, says Johnny Manziel, and then he goes, there was a TV right behind him that had the crawl on the bottom like, Manziel treated for concussion symptoms will not play in game, you know? Right. And the dealer's like, huh? Huh? I can't let you play. Well, then again, if in Vegas, anybody who's mentally ill... isn't allowed to oh, gamble. The they dealer wasn't. Make any money. Dealer wasn't going to stop him. Oh, good. He's twenty-one. Okay, still you can Vegas, gamble, yeah. son. Yeah. So, and then there was a USA Today reporter who apparently like zeroed in on him, like knew right away. Johnny Manziel in the podcast, like, oh, this guy saw me. Just I got a scoop, and he had a little press thing in his fedora. Yeah, yeah, he was just there to do the honorable journalistic thing and j- just drink himself to death. Right. And then he got a scoop. That's great. Good so, for him. And so he spotted Johnny at Planet Hollywood, and now, so now Johnny has a choice to make. He's mm-hmm. like, I could do damage control. And just take the 10.30 flight back. But, quote, I don't know. Hakkasan is going to be pretty lit tonight. Mm. So I put on an Instagram a picture of my dog at home. Wait, what? To try to make it seem. He knew he was going to. At this oh, point. Oh, I see. He, he is, put it something to everyone goes, well, he's at home. Right. Because now he's been outed by the USA Today reporter yeah. who's seen him. And he knows this. And he's like, I could just go back now. But I think the club's gonna be a ton of fun tonight. Vegas clubs suck. I know. Well, they're I think, too big. I think if you're rich, that, oh yeah, then because then go, everyone comes up to you and they're like, "I like you." Yeah, that's what it's like. That's yeah. what it's like to be, I think, a rich, famous person. Right. Also, I think you then get a secluded area. Right. You're and not on the main sweaty like, floor. They bring people over to you to be like, these are your four women. It's like, how are these, sir? No, no. Bring different ones. Different ones now. Brunettes, please. I'm having fun at Hakkasan. <laughs> Uh, now Manziel has a problem because, uh, so he, cause also he, so he wants to stay. He's not going to do the damage control. Yeah. So he goes from zero to eighties comedy really fast. Oh no. And he goes to Bachelor purchase, party. he goes, no, he goes to purchase a disguise. Oh, okay. Which included a blondish brown like mullet wig. He acquired at a quote, very, very sketchy store near the strip. Ugh. Now this might be because Manziel came from a world of privilege. His parents were very rich, but I think CVSs are really nice. Yeah. Um, instead of returning to Cleveland as planned, he and his friends went to the nightclub Hakkasan, mm-hmm. where they stayed until probably three or four in the morning. Oof. In Vegas. Now, this is basically an hour or two before he's due back for his mandatory concussion treatment. Yikes. The next morning, Manziel might have realized his screw up when he woke up to an absolute clusterfuck of messages from interested parties who had seen reports that he was in Las Vegas. Oh, no. Manziel said, crazily enough, I still go back to Cleveland. Where I meet with the Browns owner and the personnel. Crazily enough, I went to my job. Well, I think, he, I think he thought at this point, like, maybe I should just not go. Like, I'm, I'm screwed here. I'm, I'm going to live in Vegas. <laughs> this is my home. He might as well have. He went Why by, he just yeah, he went by, like, Billy Vegas as his name when he was, when he was, <laughs> sure. after, after he bought the uh, thing. And he also, oh, he also shaved everything. So just that was left was his mustache. Oh, perfect. He was going to buy a fake mustache. He was like, all the fake mustaches there, they all go down too long. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that was a problem for him. Uh, and so he met with the owner and the personnel chief when he came back, and they basically were like, you got some problems at home, don't yeah, you, Yeah, you need to go away. And, and Johnny thought, left that meeting thinking, he goes, I was pretty sure they were going to stick with me. I really thought. Oops. Yeah, no, and then they, like, released him, well, like, of course. really soon after. Uh, and he said kind of at the end, you know, at this, now, because the people who host the podcast played with him. Okay. 
So he said, you know, honestly, this was a complete lack of respect for an organization that was trying to stick with me, and it was a completely selfish decision. It was disrespectful to a veteran like you, Joe T., Joe Thomas. Right. But right then, when it was possible that Johnny had learned something from all of this, he quickly gave Joe Thomas and Andrew Hawkins ball taps and ran from the studio. That sounds like him, Johnny. Oh, yeah! Joining us now on the podcast is Billboard salesman Donald Truman. Hey there, Jordan. How are you doing? Oh, I'm fine, Donald. How are hey, you? Hey, it's good to be here. What a beautiful home you have. Wow, look at this podcast studio. Oh, it's it's. it's I mean, it's not Whoa, much. Oh my but... goodness, ritzy, ritzy is all get out. Oh, why I wouldn't call why? it. Why I've ritz. never been in a place this great before. Really? Here, you want a piece of gum? Oh, I'd love a piece of gum. Hey, your, your scalp looks like uh, you, you could use a little brain juice, huh? Well, you know, honestly, a little bit of brain juice. You know, I don't know if I need. You to ever get any... feeling tired? Well, certainly. You yeah. ever feeling too awake? Uh, sometimes you I ever feel... feel too smart? No. Or too dumb? Yes. You ever feel sad? Of course. Buy this brain cream. What does the brain cream do? Five dollars. What What am I going to do with this? Wait, five dollars? Thank you for your patronage. All right, there you go. Just All rub right. it on your scalp. You well, get smarter. I'll just kind of put right, that there we in go. there. It'll burn a little bit. Don't ah, mind that. All ah, right. Ah, hey, ah. but that's not why I'm here. Hey, to no, just ah. look at your lovely, lovely studio. Uh, thank you again, by I've the way. I've also... Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I've also been selling billboards, billboards all around town. Yeah, and so you've been selling. Oh, sorry, my scalp is starting to really uh, no, it's like fine. Itch, like it's on the side, that's good. It's making you smarter. That's uh, the the gel really working its way into your brain, making I, you really smart. I, I kind of feel like like frustrated. It kind yeah. of like just doesn't. Yeah, before you know it, you're going to be an Albert Einstein like Phil, who's passed out on the floor in his own vomit. All right. Well, okay. You should go to a hospital. Uh, no, he'll be fine. He's, ah. this, he's this is not the first time. Oh sure. Uh, Lay off the juice there, Phil. You're here because, ah, again, yeah. you sold billboards in oh, yeah. Cleveland and in uh, trying to get LeBron to stay. Oh, you yeah. sold billboards in Philadelphia trying Absolutely. to woo him there. And now Los Angeles trying to get him to become a Laker. You know why I was able to sell billboards in all three states? Why is that? Because I promised them that all three of them will work. You They're will- all going to get LeBron at the end of this. Why, my billboards work 100% of the time, every time. Los Angeles gets a LeBron. Philadelphia gets a LeBron. You know what? LeBron will also stay in Ohio. Now, that's great salesmanship, and I can understand how that can be very effective on some more simple people, say. But... They can't have all believed that, like, you know that you can't deliver oh, on Oh, that. see, that's why I can't slip anything past you, because you're using that brain cream. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah you're no. no simple person. No, not now. That's You're probably asking yourself, well, that sounds pretty crazy, Donald. It does, Donald. There's no way that one basketball player can play for three cities while I ask you, how many cities does the average basketball player play for? I mean, even LeBron. He played in Miami. He played in Cleveland. He's going to play in Los Angeles. He's going to play in Philadelphia. He's going to play back in Cleveland again. Win, 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 win. Well, yeah, that's like five teams, I guess. Yeah, so who's the stupid one now? Huh. I'll tell you who's dumb. Everyone who doesn't buy my billboards. I'm looking at you, Detroit. Oh, well, do you think Detroit has a chance at LeBron? I promise Detroit has a chance at LeBron if they buy my billboards. I mean, and you I- know what? My billboards are a little more expensive than the other billboards. But that's because they're in primo placement. Well, like where? By the freeway. Well, yes. Most well, think about this, Jordan. Think about this. You're driving in your car, having a really tough time in this traffic. Oh, my gosh. The honking, the horning. My wife is cheating on me. My brain doesn't work so well, and I don't have any cream. All of a sudden, you drive by a billboard, and it says, LeBron James is going to be a piston. (gasps) Immediately, you feel better. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Immediately. Oh, that'd be great. You you get 
Immediately, you get smart enough to buy brain cream, and then you get to put it on and become even smarter. Your wife stops cheating on you, and LeBron James comes and wins a championship for the Pistons. Oh, that'd be great. Wow, what a beautiful dream. Yeah. Well, you know what? It would happen if you buy my billboards. The other billboards are covered by trees and smog. Ugh. Mine are right on the side of the freeway. Well, that's that's what you want. That's they work 100% of the time because they're seen 100% of the time when you drive by them. Do you think, though, and here's an honest question. I'm going yep. to come down well, on you I'm hard here. Well, I'm an honest here. man. I, I can tell, and I'm going to come down hard on you. Do you think it would be seen by the right people? Would the owner of the Pistons or the owner of the Lakers actually see these billboards? The people who make the decisions, not just me, the fan. You know what? They might not see that billboard. But you know what? That's okay. Because last time I checked, this was still a government by the people and for the people. And the people that matter to see that billboard are the people. Am I right? Well, yeah. Yeah, am I right? You're absolutely right. Who wants to buy a billboard? Well, I do. Put some of that brain cream on your head. All right, it's just really burning. I just... uh, No, it's good. It's working its way into your brainstem right there. I feel more alert. I feel feel way more alert. There we go. You know what? I, I'm going to sell billboards for more than just LeBron James coming to play basketball. If you just want LeBron James to show up to your daughter's birthday party, I got some billboards for you. What do you mean? How would that even work? Well, check this out. If you're in Alaska, okay. you're out fishing, you're ice fishing, you're pulling out Pollock from under the ice. All of a sudden, you see in the distance, LeBron James, come to my daughter's birthday party. And it brings you so much joy that that joy goes on to the next person and the next person, the next person. And every man and child in the world sees it and starts tweeting at LeBron James saying, come to this girl's birthday party. You'll be a hero. Why, at that point, LeBron James, he's a good guy. He'll come right to that birthday party. He'll probably bring her present. And you know what? That present's probably going to be worth even more than what you paid for this billboard, which is twice as expensive as other billboards because of the visibility. Oh my gosh, you're right. That would bring so much sunshine into an area that's encased in total darkness in the winter. Yeah, that kid could have cancer. You don't know. This could be her dying request, perhaps. And luckily, they had my billboards. Wow. So would it work for something like, I don't know, like work parties? Oh, it couldn't not work for your work party. Look, all you have to do, a couple hours before your work party, throw up one of my billboards. LeBron James. Come to my work party. A couple hours. That quick? Oh, that quick. My billboards get seen by so many people in a day. You know what? We live in a connected world. Everybody's texting and calling, screaming like there's two neighboring buildings in New York City, and they're opening their window and going, did you see the billboard? And then they go, I am Mamma Mia, the other one. And they just pass along. You know what? The message goes viral every time because my billboards are, uh, are technically social media posts. Because when people see them, they want to post it on social media. So you're getting two for the price of one. That's incredible. Billboard and a social media post and virality, you get reach and content for the price of one. You're getting traditional media that gets absorbed into social media. A hundred percent. And LeBron James, when he comes to your office party and you say, hey, this is my buddy LeBron, you're going to say, thank God Donald Truman sold me those billboards. Oh, man, you, you're really something else. Don. You know that movie Three Billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri? Yeah. Wouldn't have gotten nominated for all those Oscars if it wasn't for my billboards. You put up billboards for that? I put up billboards for three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. What about the billboards in the movie? Also my billboards. That's why they were so easy to see. You know what? You know how that movie would have gone if they weren't my billboards? How? At the very beginning of the movie, the guy driving in the car, 
All of a sudden, he stops, slows down, turns around, sees all the billboards. You know what would have happened if it wasn't my billboards? He would have just kept on driving. The credits would have rolled. Everyone would have felt like they were screwing out of their money. Everyone would be asking to return their movie tickets. They'd be so upset. Luckily, they were my billboards. And now look, almost best picture gold. Almost. Well, it would have been if they gave him the right envelope. Well, yeah, I guess that could have You know why they gave him the wrong envelope? Why is that, Because they did not buy those envelopes that I promote on my billboards. What envelopes should they have bought? They should have bought uh, Truman brand envelopes. Truman brand envelopes? Yeah, Truman brand envelopes. You can buy them. You can see them on my billboards. Right. Right. I'm sure you've already heard about this already. They've gone viral a bunch of times. Oh, my God. I mean, I know that a smart, savvy, digital presence guy like you well, would no, have no. seen my billboard. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know, I, I know of, of course the, you've I know seen them. Of the, Speaking of, of which, if you've got $30, I've got a bunch of these envelopes. And naturally, as somebody who's seen my billboards, you're yeah, going to no, want to buy absolutely. these. Absolutely. All right. Get, thank like, you for the $30. Those, I appreciate that. it. Oh, man. That's you know great. what? You probably lick your finger and then touch the, the sticky part uh-huh. instead of licking it directly. Oh, that's that's better for me anyway. Yeah, oh it's my. better for you anyway. It's oh not because it's poison. It's because that's the way to do it. I mean, James Bond would do it that way. You're kind of like a young James Bond. You think so? You are, yeah. Way smarter, though. Oh, oh I feel it. You just feel it, right? Oh, Donald, I can't thank you enough for coming here today. You know I just... what? It's any time you can just pay me for my appearance, that's totally fine. You can just pay oh, me Oh, yeah, for well, my no, of course. No, don't be ridiculous. Nope, there yep, you go. Thank there you, you go. so much. I appreciate it. You, know, you can pay me a little bit more for it. I mean, my time is valuable. I had to give up literally hundreds of thousand dollars in sales to come to this podcast oh, God. today. I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, sorry. This is all I have. This is no, all I have. No, that's fine. Thank you so much. All, that. all right, now I'm going to go skip town. We'll all see right. you later. All right, so, bye, here's... Donald. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's wide world weird sports time. Everybody loves wide world weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. Lay it on me. This week's wide world of weird sports: the world's richest sports team owners, 2018. Oh, this list is oh. I don't what? know this. I'm just disappointed because I just feel like Why? it's just going to be a bunch of like. Uh, Portly old white dudes. Uh, what's funny is that you say that, and then the picture that it has is a portly <laughs> old white dude shooting a hot dog cannon. Yeah. Oh, that's Steve yeah. Ballmer. Uh, yep, I believe you. I don't know the owners very well because I don't watch sports. Oh, he's, he was a former CEO of Microsoft. Ah. Oh, yeah. He's the one that uh, was dancing for the Windows 95 stage presentation. Yes. I remember the very him same. Now, yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you're speaking on my level. <laughs> Gifts. Dank memes. All right. The meteoric rise in the value of professional sports teams continues thanks to blockbuster TV contracts and record profitability fueled by owner-friendly labor contracts. Yep. Yeah. Guys well, that's screwed. true. Yep. Teams were sold for record amounts in the NBA, like the Houston Rockets, and the MLB, like the Miami Marlins last year, with the NFL on the verge of its own record with the imminent sale of the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. It's M&A everywhere. People are buying, selling. There are now 100 sports teams across the globe worth at least a billion dollars. They're unicorns. Uh, Forbes has tracked the world's richest people for more than 30 years. This year's roundup uh, uh, found a record 2,208 billionaires. That's crazy. There's that many people with a billion dollars. Those people should hold more raffles. Yeah. Or they should just walk around giving people money. Yeah. Like, I would like the idea of going outside more if I thought a billionaire might run into me and go, here's a thousand bucks. Hey, thanks, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Balmer out. Uh, this uh, So uh, it was fueled by booming stock markets, cryptocurrencies, and more. A lot of crypto billionaires. Crypto. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos 
uh, topped the billionaire's list for the first time at $112 billion, which was usurping Microsoft founder Bill Gates, who ranked uh, first 18 of the past 24 years. Oh, so he's finally got knocked off the list. But, you know, Bezos doesn't even own a sports team, so how yeah, cool exactly. can he be? Why are we talking about all this? Let's he get bought a newspaper. Ugh. All right, let's go uh, number one. The number one richest sports team owner who's 19 overall, Mukesh Ambani. I'm going to guess that he owns a Premier League soccer team. The Mumbai Indians? Wow, way off. Yeah. Okay, so a cricket team, I'm yep. guessing. I'm guessing that's probably true. He's worth $40.1 billion. His sources of wealth... Petrochemicals, oil, and gas. Okay, seems about of right. Of course. Yeah. Uh, number two, who's 22 in the world, is Steve Ballmer, who we talked about. Net worth $38.4 billion. Not even being the founder. That seems weird to me. Well, he, he, was, he was one of the, I believe, original employees. Yeah. So he probably had a lot of still, stock options. Still, he's still an employee. I don't know. That feels weird to me. <laughs> Shouldn't be that rich. Net worth $38.4 billion. Source of wealth, Microsoft team, Los Angeles, the Clippers. Right, okay. Yep. Number three, who's 37th overall, Dietrich Mateschitz. I do not know this one. Uh, he's $23 billion. His source of wealth is Red Bull. Huh. Dietrich's Red Bull. His teams are the New York Red Bulls, Red Bull Racing, Red Bull Toro Rosso Honda. Guessing all racing teams, right? Yeah. Except no, the, the New the, York Red Bulls might be like that's a... That's soccer. Oh, okay. That seems like it's cheating, just naming the team after your brand. Yeah, also, I mean, that guy might be rich, but all of his teams suck. Right. Like, those aren't cool. Number four, 44 overall, is Paul Allen, $21.7 billion, source of wealth, Microsoft. Yep. Team, Portland Trailblazers and Seattle Seahawks. Number five, who's 108th all, uh, overall, Philip Anschutz. Oh, what does he own? Does he own a soccer team? Uh, yeah, he owns the Los Angeles Kings and the LA Galaxy. Oh, I got yeah. one. Uh, so he's worth $13 billion. His source of wealth, investments. He jumped into plastics when that guy at his dad's party told him to. Oh, smart. Yeah. Uh, number six, or 116 overall, is Hasso Plotner and family. Uh, they're worth $12.7 billion. The source of wealth, software. You know what? That one shouldn't count because the and family. Yeah. Like, you know what? I bet at least $200 million of that is just the family. That's probably, yeah. It's might like knock him down a routes. couple. Yeah. Uh, the kid just got a job at Wendy's. Yeah, no, bullshit. Yeah, just San Jose you. Sharks is the team they own. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, number seven, or 140 overall, is Roman Abramovich. Roman Abramovich. Yeah. I don't know. what. So he's worth $10.8 billion. His source of wealth are steel and investments. And the team is Chelsea Football Club. Okay, there you which go. Which is a very popular one from what I've heard ranted by soccer hooligans. Yeah. I'm a Chelsea. I'm, I'm a Mank. We're going to fight. Oh, that's how they talk it. It's head by each other. Oh, we fold the pizza. We, we fold the pizza in half because it's thin crust. All right, number eight or 154 overall is Mickey Arison, uh, who's worth 9.7 billion. Source of wealth: Carnival Cruises. If they could see me now. Oh man, Carnival Cruise. That's the one where they accidentally get like poop everywhere. Yeah, they, and they poop, crash. They call it the poop deck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, team is Miami Heat. Oh, the heat is on on the street. I guess that makes sense. Carnival Cruise, Miami. That's a major yeah, port. Makes sense. Number nine or 158 overall is Mikhail Prokhorov. Uh, he's worth $9.6 billion. Source of Wealth Investments team, Brooklyn Nets. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's a Russian guy, yeah. And number 10. 
Coming in at number 10 or 183 overall. At that point, you're not even one of the top richest people. No. 183 in the world? Come on. Be a bummer. Yep. Stanley Kroenke worth a measly $8.3 billion. Oh, he's football, right? Is that uh, Rams? Or? Uh, he's the Rams and the Arsenal and the Nuggets and the Colorado Avalanche. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Source of wealth, there. sports and real estate. I feel like it's more real estate. Than I think sport. it's more real estate. He yeah. might have made a couple bucks off the off the Arsenal. Maybe. Is he is he the only one that has four teams? Yeah, he's got the most teams and the least money out of those ten. He has a football team, uh, an NFL team, an NBA team, yeah. an NHL team, and a uh, a Premier League soccer team. He must know something we don't. Diversification, plastics, and that brings it into another wide world of weird sports. Oh, don't invest in plastics anymore, because now people are buying metal straws. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports. Sports. Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back uh, D- Donald Truman. Donald, you there? Hey, I'm still here. Don't you worry. I'm still here. Hey, could you give the folks our contact information? Absolutely. Well, the price is right. Luckily, I've used all of this wonderful brain cream so I can remember all of it. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. Or you can find us on fa- Wow, my head's really hot. Woo. That just shows it's working. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Wow, it's uh, really burning. It's starting to burn my eyes a little bit. Or you can find us on SoundCloud. Or on a sound, soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com soundcloud slash sports number three podcast. Find all of our backups. Wow, wow. All of our backups. Is he, is he is he all right? Uh, the same thing was happening to me earlier when he was here for the interview. You get over it quickly. I think the, the trick for me was I, I really massaged it in. And Yeah, that's smart. You oh, know, your just, hair is coming out in clumps, though. Oh, God, no. I'm getting a really bad headache. Yeah. Like on my temples. Your tooth just fell out. Your front mm, tooth that's just... Not, that's not... I'm starting to think that that guy really screwed you over by not giving you more brain cream <laughs> to think of a solution for this issue. Bye, Joel.